0: Welcome back to UW Oshkosh. Jonathan Cross with you here on The Score as we are ready for this Division I sectional final between Oshkosh North and Oshkosh West. Teams have been introduced. The, in- the anthem has been played. Oshkosh North, as the higher seed, will be the home team here this afternoon. So they have taken the field. Oshkosh West will be the visitors. And again, first up for them here in the top of the first inning will be Leah Ingstrom, the second baseman, Taylor Emery, the right fielder, Emily Miller, the shortstop, and then Brianna Geis will bat if uh, anyone happens to reach. Game time temperature, 76 degrees. Hardly even remember all those cold, rainy days for the first two months of the season. They forced a number of cancellations, delays, rescheduling. For North, this has been quite the uh, four-year run. Sectional finals, uh, the year that uh, Sid Subley and a number of the teammates were freshmen. Made a trip to state their sophomore year. Lost in the state semifinals down there. Then last year, bitter disappointment for this crew as they were in the same position they were this year. Undefeated, number one in the state, and lost to Fond du Lac in the regional final. Didn't even make it sure to the sectionals. Got shut out by the Cardinals in that one. As for the Wildcats, their last trip down to state, 2013. They've been in this position a couple of times since then. One time with Oshkosh North in their way. We are all set to go. Supli has completed her warm-up pitches. Left-hander, relatively tall, just a shade under six feet tall. And stepping Looking in will be Ingstrom for, for the Wildcats. Here, here we go. Oshkosh. We're all set and underway. Supli into her wind-up comes home. First pitch swung and missed. Engstrom under that one. And Suple comes with early rising heat. 0 and 1 on Engstrom. Suple set, gets her signal, goes into the windup, comes home. Another high strike, swung on and missed. 0 and 2. Should mention that uh, Suple next year will be playing for Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. Committed as a fresh or as a eighth grader to the program. Go-to pitch now to Engstrom is a check swing, held up. Pitch was high, ball one. Packed house here. Fairly limited bleacher seating as you might expect for softball. simply back into her windup, comes home, and the pitch is a high fly ball down a left field line. Moving underneath it is Pittner and she makes the catch in foul territory for out number one. One up, one down for West. And that will bring up Taylor right. Emery, All right. Right, All right fielder.
1: Taylor Emery.
0: Emery on the season, as I mentioned. In a 389, a couple of home runs, 22 RBI. Right-hander steps in against the left-hander, Simply. into the windup. Pitch home, down the middle for strike one. construction keys to the game here if you're Oshkosh West, get some good at-bats, put balls in play. Coach Cole talked about how he doesn't think that Oshkosh North's defense has been tested much this year, given the dominance of Supley, so if you put balls in play, you might catch some uh, fielders by surprise. Second pitch uh, fouled off, so it's now 0-2 for Emery. Supley gets the sign, chews the gum a little bit, comes home, rise ball a little bit high for ball one simply full complement can curve it both ways fastball change up rise and drop into her wind up comes home and there's a change up swung on and just barely got a piece was emery staying alive haver camp unable to hang on back behind the plate stays one and two Nobody on one out here so far. For the Wildcats, top of the first. Emery digs back in, Supley comes set. Into the windup, home, and the fly ball. This one another down the left field line, hooking foul and out of play. Emery stays alive. Put a charge into that one. Just a little bit out in front. Good add that. Engstrom's ball carried very well down the uh, left field line there as well. Almost to the warning track. One and two as Emery steps back in. Supli gets her sign from Camp. Into the windup, comes home, and that's a line drive towards the left center field gap. That's going to be trouble, bouncing all the way off the wall. Uh, Avery Emery will stop at second with a one-out double for West. That's so what I was talking about. Get good, good at bats. Emery was right on those last couple of pitchers. So the first hit for the Wildcats here. They have a runner in scoring position with one out at the top of the first inning. that to bring up Emily She's Miller, five, the shortstop. Miller, 427 on the year. A couple of home runs, 30 RBI. Struck out just three times on the season. The time's called as we get the umpires back into the proper position. Miller, right-handed batter, steps in. super gets her sign and goes into the windup. First pitch, line drive towards left field. That's deep and foul. Just fouled down the left field line. Apologize for the delay on the call. I am um, seated behind the main backstop on the left-hand side, so the left field foul pole is obscured from where I am. Simply back into the windup, goes with high heat, and Miller lays off, evens a count at one and one. Amory, the runner on second with the one-out double. Simply back into her windup, comes home, little change up, gets rolled over to shortstop, throw across in time as Elstad, Fires across and moving up on the play is Emery to third. So two out, runner on third now. Miller retired six three, and that'll leave it up to Brianna Gies. Geis. Guys, excuse me.
1: Fielder number four. Brianna Geis.
0: And Geis on the year 364 with three home runs. On the year she batted 361 with batters in uh, runners in scoring position. So a good clutch hitter. Comes home, and the pitch just a little bit high for ball one. No score top of the first, but West threatening. Runner on third two out. Now Supley calls time out on the mound, and needs to tie the shoe. Camp will go out to talk very briefly here, perhaps what their strategy is going to be in terms of pitching the guys. wind as i feel it down here at field level is uh, blowing across from right to left so that's probably why we've seen some pretty decent carry here on some of those foul balls by oshkosh west so far simply all set now gets your sign from averkamp goes into the wind up comes home Fastball swung on and missed one and one the count now on geese annika johnson the designated player on deck 1-1 from Supley, he is a check swing, fouled on the first baseline. Runs a count to one and two. Supley now one strike from working out of this little jam. Guy's still gonna stay alive. Choking up on the bat just a little bit here now. Two strikes on her. Supley comes home, bounces that one in, gets away from Averkamp and the run will score. So a wild pitch brings in a run for Oshkosh West and they take an early one to nothing lead. Good base running by Emery, saw the ball get free from Avercamp behind the plate. Bounced in almost right on top of home plate, Avercamp unable to block it. Backstop is fairly close here at UW Oshkosh. Say about uh, 12 feet behind home plate, but it was far enough away for Emery to score. And the 2-2 pitch swung on and missed, and that's out number three. But Oshkosh West with one run on one hit. Nobody left at the end of a half inning. It's the Wildcats one North coming to bat back in 60 seconds on the score. Welcome back to EW Oshkosh Softball Complex. Jonathan Cross with you on the score. Sectional final between Oshkosh West and Oshkosh North. Wildcats carry a one nothing lead here into the bottom of the first inning. First three for the Spartans as they get ready for their first turn at-bat will be Brooke Elstad, the shortstop, Sid Supley, the pitcher, and Libby Nevew, the third baseman. <laughs> Northcotch North has not trailed much this year. And the lead both times that they played West so far this year. I know that a couple of their games that they had in the summer tournament down, or excuse me, winter tournament down in Florida start off their season. They were trailing teams but <laughs> <who> came back <laughs> to win. So here's Elstad batting 6 11 on the year, seven home runs, 39 RBI. Takes the first pitch from Cruz for a strike. Now Cruz needs a tire shoe. Cruz left hander. Elstad, a left handed uh, batter as well. Souply on deck, bats from the left side. Cruz back in her windup, comes home, pitch is a little bit high and outside for ball one. Evens the count. Elstad back in, ready, Cruz gets up on the rubber, gets her sign, comes set, and now home. And that one is fouled straight back over the bleachers. One and two now on Elstad. Outfield is deep shaded around towards right field. In fact, the right fielder has her heels on the warning track. Cruz comes set and now Elstad calls time at the plate. Trying to get her out of her rhythm early. Now Elstead's ready. Cruz steps back on and here comes the one, two. And That one is popped up out of play over my head down here on the left-hand side and off of a vehicle next to the Fast Signs mobile studio vehicle. They saved me a parking spot right in a foul ball alley here for all the left-handers today. Still one and two. Cruz comes set. Change up. Elstad swings on and miss. You can tell it. Oshkosh West is pumped up. Uh, Abel, the catcher, jumped up in celebration there for the opening strikeout. First one for Cruz on the afternoon. do they'll bring up Sid Supley. The pitcher for Oshkosh North, simply this year batting 530 with 12 home runs and a 1.763 OPS. He's also driven in 46 runs, tops on the Spartans. Cruz comes home, pitch a little bit high for ball one. West coach Cole calls pitches, uses the number system from the dugout. Everyone checks their wristband, and that pitch on the outside corner for strike one. That has become the uh, common thing now in girls softball. No more signs from the coaches' boxes. You yell out numbers, everyone looks at their wristband. Cruz comes home, Supley lifts a changeup towards left field, coming in to make the catch as Geis for out number two. Two up, two down here in the top of the first. And that will bring up Libby Nevyu, the third baseman. Nevew this year, a 528 hitter, 1.746 OPS, and she led the team with 15 home runs. Haverkamp on deck if Neview happens to reach. Cruz trying to get the shutdown inning after West is able to score in the top of the first pitches Hyde in that view for ball one. Time call as the umpire comes up, cleans home plate. Abel back into her crouch behind home plate. Cruz comes set. And the pitch is outside for ball two. Two, out, two outs, nobody on here for North in the bottom of the first inning. Cruz back on the bump, comes home, and that one's down the middle for strike one. Neviu taking all the way on that one. We Cruz on the season, pitched in 12 games, went seven and two. One of those losses was to Oshkosh West. That was the two-one game a couple weeks ago. Comes home with the two-one, that one's low and outside for ball three. So you likely gonna sit on something here that she can look to drive. Ready to add to that uh, team leading home run total. As I mentioned, wind blowing in from right now. And the pitch is right down the middle. Neviu taking all the way. Full count now, two outs here, bottom of the first. West with the early one nothing lead. Neviu, right handed batter back in the box. She's ready, Cruz comes home. And that one is outside for a walk. So Oshkosh North gets there first base runner of the afternoon. And that'll bring up the catcher,
1: the catcher. Sophie oh Averkamp. Sophie Averkamp.
0: Averkamp on the year, a 356 hitter, .980 OPS. Hit five home runs, drove in, 31. Right-handed batter, against the left-hander Cruz, who comes home with strike one down the middle. Neveu uh, checking out there, had one stolen base on the year. Cruz back home, swing and a miss by Avery Camp. One and one now. Check that, oh and two, the count, oh and two. Avery Camp choking up just a little bit. Cruz gets her sign into the wind up, comes home. That one's high, now it's one and two. Nebu getting just a very short lead over at first on each pitch. Remember in softball, you must stay on the base until the pitcher releases the ball. Can't take a lead. Cruz comes back home, roller out towards second base, handled there by Engstrom over to, no, we're over to second and not in time. But Engstrom was gonna go to first. Instead, she decided to flip the ball to Miller, the shortstop. Miller was not on the bag, attempted to tag <laughs> Nebu <laughs> sliding in, and the tag was late. So that will go down as a fielder's choice. And we're gonna have to do an error here. I guess it's gonna have to be E4. And that will bring up Brigothier, the first baseman. She fouls one down the right field line, giving chase the first baseman, Duff, but unable to get under it. 0-1-1. See if the Spartans take advantage of that second chance. Routine ground ball would have had Averkamp Fairly easily at first base. Instead, tried to go the short route, and nobody was on the bag. Cruz comes set with the old one, and that one's low and away. Evens account. count. Courtney Day on deck if Gauthier happens to reach Gauthier this year. 396 hitter, three home runs, 23 RBI. Cruz into the windup, and a line drive up the middle base hit. They are going to send the runner. Here comes Nevu, and she is safe. Throw down to third is in time. Run does count though. So Nevu scores before the tag is applied on Aberkamp at third. Credit Gauthier with an RBI single. And that'll do it for the first. So at the end of one, we're tied at one. You're listening to high school playoff softball on the score. An action-filled first inning there as both teams put a run on the board. Oshkosh West and Oshkosh North tied at one as we head into the top of the second inning. Leading off for Oshkosh West will be Annika Johnson, followed by Lacey Cruz and Tatum Duff put out, by the way, on... Averkamp at third base uh, goes as an 8-2-5 put out. Good strong throw. Gauthier had it uh, beaten, e- or assuming me, Nevue had it uh, beaten easily at uh, home. But then Averkamp committing what a lot of people consider to be a cardinal sin, third out at third base. So Stein steps Johnson for West, and on the year, she was a 333 hitter. No home runs, drove in 15. Supley comes home with a strike right down the middle. 0-1-1 to start. Johnson steps out, now back in. Supley comes set, and the 0-1. Swung on a miss, they'll change up. 0-2 now on Johnson. The designated player, softball if you're not familiar, not designated hitter, designated player is what they're called. And then the player that sits is the flex. Here comes Supley back with a fastball for the strikeout. Swing and a miss. So a changing of speeds. Got uh, Johnson well behind that one. Second strikeout for Supley on the afternoon. And it brings up Lacey Number Cruz, seven. the pitcher. Lacey Cruz, Cruz this year. A two ninety one hitter, hit two home runs, drove in 14 for West. Cruz is a senior. Supley, the senior as well, comes home, and the first pitch is followed straight back. Cruz was right on that one. Goes 0-1. Right-handed batter. Asking for time. Moving some dirt. And now she's all set. Simply has her signal. And the old one is on its way home. And that ball just a little bit low. 1-1. Cruz going to move a little more dirt. Now she's set. Supley with the sign, she'll bring it home. Change up, rolled over along the third baseline and foul, 0-2. Supley mixing a few more speeds here, a little more off-speed stuff this second inning. West got their run on one hit, a double by Taylor Emery. She advanced on a ground out and then scored on a wild pitch simply comes set with the 0-2. And that is swung on, fouled straight back again. A little bit different uh, layout for the press box here at Oshkosh, UW Oshkosh. It is field level. They have Plexiglass enclosing it uh, right behind home plate. So one and two here for Cruz. Nobody on one out, top of the second. And simply with a fastball on the inside corner for strike three. Her third strikeout on the afternoon. Two outs here in the second, and Tatum Duff will hit for Oshkosh West. Duff is the first baseman so far this year. A 262 hitter. She did not have a home run, drove in six runs. Five strikeouts on the season. And watches one go high for ball one. Lefty versus lefty matchup here. Amazing how many left-handers there are in girls' softball. Supley comes set. Her left-handed delivery is swung on and missed. In case you're wondering why that is, younger uh, grades you usually teach kids to slap hit, which is square up, run up in the uh, batter's box, try to slap a ball past an infielder on the left-hand side and biting from the left hand. Box, you're a couple of steps closer to home plate. 1-1 one, one pitch comes in low, makes it 2-1. and Infield playing about a step inside the bags at the corners. Outfield actually shaded around towards left, and there's a ground ball out to second, handled by Day, and that'll do it for the oh, second inning. Three that's up, that's three that's down that's for that's West that's at the end of one and a half. We're tied at 1. Back in 60 seconds on the score. All right, we're legal for another hour. Thank you, Matt. Back in the Fast sign studio, Jonathan Krause with you at UW-Oshkosh Softball Complex. As we've got the sectional finals for Division One Oshkosh West and Oshkosh North. We're tied at one, heading to on the bottom of the second inning. And it'll be Courtney Day, Emma Lieb, and Noel Frank up for the Spartans. Day of right-hander stepping left-handed Cruz and the first pitch is a strike. Day on the year, 391 hitter, 1.004 OPS, two home runs and 24 runs driven in. She comes set and Cruz delivers. Now one's fouled off just to the right-hand side, 0-2. Key for uh, Cruz here for Oshkosh West, working ahead. Throwing strikes early and keeping North rather defensive at the plate so far. North got their run in the first after Nevu walked. Pitch is high. One and two. Averkamp reached on a fielder's choice, which resulted in an error by the uh, second baseman. And then Sophie, uh, check that Brie Gauthier, singled in one run to tie things up last inning. Cruz comes set, and the pitch head high, swung on and missed by Day. That is the second strikeout for Cruz on the afternoon. One away here in the bottom of the second. That'll bring up Emma Leib, this left fielder.
2: Leib on the year, a 3.42
0: hitter, no home runs, and she drove in seven runs. Left-handed hitter. Slap hitter as well, let's see if she runs up on one here and she does, but takes outside, ball one. Leib steps back in, Cruz gets her sign, comes set and now home, and Leib will take a strike on the outer half. Evens the count at one. Leib back in. Cruz walks into the circle, and here she comes, and Lieb slaps one, turns the third baseman off the glove, and then past the shortstop as well, and Lieb will reach on an infield single. Lieb able to slap that one just out of the off the end of Bauer's glove, and then Miller was moving in to try to back up the play, and the ball went in behind her. So Oshkosh North gets their Does leadoff hitter off no, for the first no, 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 time this afternoon, they'll bring up Noelle Frank, the designated player, Frank, this season, a 270 hitter, did not have a home run and drove in nine. Right-hander up against the left-hander Cruz. Corners creep in, expecting a bunt, and the first pitch is taken for a strike. Let's see if they have sacrifices for me here. Frank had two sacrifices on the season, so she has laid them down before. Cruz comes set into the windup, home, and that pitch is a strike down the middle as well, so much for the bunt play. Oshkosh gosh, North will be swinging away here now, they're running around first, nobody out. Tied at one. Coach Tim Cole with the pitch call from the dugout. And Cruz comes home, and that one is slapped over to the second baseman, and this time, Engstrom goes to first in time with Duff uh, covering. And Frank grounds out to second moving up uh, and moving up to second is Emma Lieb so she moves into scoring position with two outs and the number nine hitter Mathena Higgins will come to the plate. Higgins is here a 320 hitter didn't have a home run drove in seven at a point seven three two OPS and she swings at a high ball four strike one. Had a chance to see North a couple of times from behind home plate as my other part-time job, high school umpire. Had one broadcast with him as well. That pitch is high for ball one. Only saw West JV squad a couple of times in terms of umpiring, didn't get a chance to catch any of their varsity games. And now the 1-1 to Higgins, and she follows that one straight back over the bleachers. One and two leaves a runner at second. She reached on an infield single. Cruz trying to work around that here with two outs and a 1-2 count on the number nine hitter. Elstad waiting on deck. Cruz comes home. Changeup followed straight back. So both pitchers. Throwing everything they got here. Obviously for uh, West, they are no strangers to Sid Supley. She's pitched against him for four straight years now. A couple games every season. Cruz went against West, uh, or the uh, Spartans, in their last matchup. And that one is fouled away as well, catching the net. And then the vehicle, right I believe, the front of the mobile Fast Signs Mobile studio vehicle for the score. Probably should have checked on the insurance coverage before I parked over there. All right, so still one and two. Pitch home, that one is slapped down the left field line and foul. So Higgins hanging tough here behind most of these pitches, but getting a piece. Unlike high school baseball, there is no pitch count for pitchers in girls' softball. Simple physics of the motion means a lot less stress on the compo- the uh, parts of the shoulder. So one and two again. Cruz comes home, and that one is slapped, fouled on the left field line as well. Here's in a varsity game, we've got three game balls. And she's put all three of them on the parking lot. <laughs> so Fresh supply for the home plate umpire. Now let's see if Higgins can spoil another one or if Cruz can finally win this battle. Gets her sign, comes home, and that one is fouled straight over my head and into the parking lot. (laughs) Now we're going to get a time called as Abel's going to go out and talk to Cruz here. Thing with uh, Higgins is she's been behind all of these pitches, so you don't want to throw something off speed. Speed up the bat. Oh, now we got a loose ball on the field. As it got tossed back in, quick reset here. Runner on second, two outs, and the count remains one and two to the number nine hitter, Mathena Higgins, for Oshkosh North. Lacey Cruz, the pitcher, comes set and home. And that one is fouled off right-hand side, left-hand side stays in play off the screen. <laughs> Just keeps spoiling him. That's all you want to do. That one was a little bit high though. Probably could have been taken for ball two. Instead protecting. Interesting that uh, Higgins does not go deep in the batter's box. Off speed, that one's fouled right into the screen in front of me. Remains one and two. Higgins with a smile on her face. She knows this has been quite the at bat here so far. Bottom of the second inning. Cruz comes set again. Let's see if she can fool her one time. That one is fouled off. Left hand side on top of the netting for the batting cages here. (laughs) So first baseman Duff comes in for a little encouragement here against, uh, in favor of Cruz as she continues this long battle against the number nine hitter, Mathena Higgins. The one-two, swung on and missed, ball is dropped, and then Higgins is tagged out at home plate. So it is Cruz that ends up winning that battle, stranding the runner at second at the end of a Two. It's Oshkosh West 1, Oshkosh North 1. Back in 60 seconds on the score. Of the third inning here at UW-Oshkosh, Jonathan Cross with you on the score as it's Oshkosh West, Oshkosh North. Wildcats will send their 8, 9, and 1 hitters to the plate this half inning to lead things off. Dominique Bauer, Abby Curtis, and then back around to Leah Ingstrom. Bauer is the third baseman, and on the season she was a 277 hitter, no home runs, 12 RBI. Right-hander tall right-hander getting in against the left-hander, Supley. And the first pitch is in there for strike one. Today's game will advance to the state championships down in Madison starting on Thursday. Supley comes set again. This one is fouled straight up and over the backstop for strike two. That one almost caught the folks in the concession stand, which is set up outside of the uh, press box building. So now 0-2 to Bauer. She is a freshman and the third baseman here for the Wildcats. We have some time called here. And now Bauer will step in. Thought maybe we didn't have a ball to play with again, but simply have one in her glove. We're good to go. So she gets her sign, O2 comes home, and that one is lined, a little looper down the left field line foul. So West doing a good job of getting a bat on the ball. They've had three strikeouts here in the first couple innings, but they have battled Supley here, just as hard as they battled Cruz at the plate. Supley comes set again, and the O2 swung on and missed. First out of the inning, fourth strikeout for Supley, and that'll bring up the number nine hitter, Abby Curtis, the center fielder.
1: Center fielder, number 20.
0: Curtis this year was a 319 hitter, no home runs, three RBI. Struck out 14 times, also had three walks. Curtis, also a freshman. So a young Oshkosh West team making it to the sectional finals here. First pitch from Supley, swung on and missed. Curtis steps out, takes a little walk. Now the left-hander digs back into the batter's box. Supley comes set and delivers. And that pitch is bunted in the air and rolls foul at home plate. That was a perfect little wedge shot there by Curtis as... It landed about three inches in fair territory and rolled an inch into foul territory. Now, that's a tough play there for the home plate umpire because the ball came back into the batter's box, and a portion of the batter's box is in fair play. 0-2 now on Curtis. That line gets obliterated pretty quick, and now Curtis calls time at the plate. Trying to work suply out of her routine, timing. Now Curtis digs back in at the very back of the batter's box. And Supley goes into a windup. Comes home, swung on and missed. Pitch was outside, but Curtis went chasing after it with two strikes on her. Fifth strikeout for Supley, second out in the inning. Now back to the top of the order with Leah Ingstrom. Ingstrom fouled out to left field her first time up. from a junior, so she'll be back next year for the Wildcats. Right-hander digs in, Supley comes home, swing and a miss. Owen won the count. Top of the third, we're tied at one between West and North. Wildcats the visitors here in this sectional final. Oshkosh North, top seed and undefeated on the year. Supley comes home, changeup, ripped right down to third base. Easy play for Neveu, and that'll retire the side. Three up, three down at the end of three. It's a 1-1 tie between West and North, back in 60 seconds on the score. Bottom of the third inning, and Oshkosh North will be sending the top of their order up to uh, face West, and it'll be Brooke Elstad, Sid Supley, and Libby, Libby Neveu. First three batters for the Spartans. First time up, Elstad struck out to open up the game. It was out in front of a changeup from Cruz. So let's see how the Spartans do their second time around facing the senior pitcher. Up, crash, crash, for
1: number
0: we are all set to go. Elstad steps in. Lefty versus lefty matchup here. Cruz rubbing the ball against her hip. Now comes Sed and delivers. That's a high pitch that is launched out towards right center field. Long run and dropping the ball was the center fielder Curtis. Elsted on her horse around second and she will slide into third with a leadoff three base error. Curtis was underneath it on the warning track and then did not complete the catch. Second error on Oshkosh West this game, and immediately Oshkosh North has a threat going. The runner on third, nobody out, Sid Supley. Sign for the batter's box, swing away. So Supley, who flew out to left field her first time up, steps in, and she fly balled on the right field line, hooking into foul territory, and falls to strike one. Long run for Emery, the right fielder there, wasn't able to get to it. And again, West is playing deep here for the top half of the Oshkosh North lineup. Spartans hit 26, was it? Home runs as a team this season. Pitch to Supley is a strike on a changeup. Check that, they've got 42 home runs on the season. So 0-2 now on Supli as Cruz tries to work out of a run around third, nobody out here in the bottom of the third. Supley follows that one off, stays alive. Maybe just a bit off the outside corner, but a good job protecting. Neview on deck. Supley ready, the left-hander waits. Cruz comes home with a changeup that's a little bit high, one and two. That is Ben Cruz's go-to pitch here. Is that changeup. Only seems to throw with two strikes on it here, though. We'll see. Comes back. Fastball. And that one's lined out to right field. Over the head of the right left fielder Keys. That means one run will score as Elstad comes in. And Oshkosh North is back on top, two to one. Away, so Supley helping her own cause with the RBI single. And that'll bring up Libby Nevue, run around first, and only, uh, nobody out I should say. So the error proves to be immediately costly for Oshkosh West. Now we have time as head coach Tim Cole comes out to talk with the troops, settle them down a little bit here. Last time up, Nevue reached on a walk and then advanced to second on an error by the Second baseman, and scored on a ripping single by Sophie Everkamp, who stands on deck. Nobody out, runner on first, as Coach Cole is back in the dugout now. Played umpire, noting that there was a defensive conference. Remember, if there's a second one in this half inning, Cruz will have to be replaced as pitcher. Alright, so now we're set. Nevu steps in. Cruz inside the circle. Left-hander comes home, and the first pitch is high for ball one. Suple the runner on second, and that pitch is right down the middle for strike one on Neview. Cruz comes set. The one-one pitch changeup, and that is lined down the right field line. Long run, but unable to get underneath it is Emery for the first out. simply will take up, move along to third on the fly out. So runner on third, one out now for the Spartans as they continue their threat here in the bottom of the third, already up two to one. And by the way, the final score, the second meeting between these two teams.
1: Catcher number 40, Sophie Averkamp.
0: And that brings up Averkamp, the catcher, who had reached on a uh, fielder's choice last time up and that was raised to third on the run scoring single. And takes a ball just outside. Infield is in for West all the way around. Trying to cut off one more run. That pitch comes in high. So 2-0 now on Avery Camp. Danger time here for Cruz. Let's see if Avery Camp has the green light to swing away on 2-0. She does, and she swings and misses. One and two now. Perfect day here at UW-Oshkosh Softball Complex. Wind has died down as well, flag limp out there in left center field. Cruz comes home, and the 2-1 is low and away for ball three. Avery Camp requests some time, digs in, and now she's set. Cruz comes home, that pitch is ball four, a little bit high. Second walk issued by Cruz this afternoon. That puts runners at the corners now with one out, and we're gonna get time called by the head coach for Oshkosh North. Ken Dishler, and he's gonna send out a courtesy runner, and that will be Emma Phillips, sophomore. Again, courtesy runner is allowed for the pitcher and the catcher in fast pitch softball. She is not a substitute, really runs the base. Just wait till we get into the re entry rule here in softball, perhaps later this game, where players can be substituted for and then return in their same batting position later in the game. The idea behind these rules is to uh, allow as much participation by team members as possible. So Brigoth will step in. She had an RBI single, her first time up, takes strike one. Gauthier, the first baseman, also the second pitcher for Oshkosh North. She is a senior. Cruz comes home and that one is fouled straight back out of play. And a nice catch by one of the West fans in their bleachers. Evens account at one and one. Gauthier, taller as well, probably put her at about 5'9", five 5'10". She steps in, and now Cruz is going to rub the rub the ball in the dirt a little bit and wipe it off. And now they're going to request a change. No, the home plate umpire is going to check it out. I don't know if there was something on the ball, and Cruz was trying to wipe it off, or if there's uh, no rosin bag out there for the pitchers. You have to bring your own here for high school baseball or softball. So we have a new ball in play. And the count is still one and one. Runners on the corners here for Oshkosh North, up 2-1. Run already in this half inning as Gauthier takes ball two loan away. Simply the Spartan on third. Emma Phillips, the courtesy runner, is over at first. West still playing infield in, although the second baseman a little bit closer to double play depth here. I think sharply hit ball, you try to get the double play. Slow hit ball, you're probably going to come home. Anything hit to the corners, you're coming home too. That one is fouled straight back. Evans account at two and two. Titan Softball Complex here. They have the uh, black backdrop. Over pretty much all of the fence, except in the corners where they have bleachers set up today. And this pitch, every camp hitter in the batter's box on a foul tip. So they got there, stays alive. Two and two. Had some long at bats here by Oshkosh North so far in this game. So Cruz getting the pitch count up there early, trying to work out of a jam here. Runners at the corners with one out. The 2-2 pitch on the way and Gauthier follows that one away. That one's out into the street. Won't be a problem once we get down to uh, Madison. Plenty of room to follow it off there. Changeup is high and that runs the count full. Let's see if they decide to send the runner, the courtesy runner from first here, or if they're just going to play it out. Goodman Diamond is right next to the uh, UW track, if you're familiar with that area. Gauthier swinging away into the hole between third and short into the outfield, and another run will score. As Gauthier, after a long at-bat, is able to drive in a run. Her second RBI of the afternoon. And Oshkosh North now up 3-1. to one. Still one out, runners at first and second for the Spartans. Courtney Day, the second baseman, who struck out her first time up in the second inning. Comes to the plate. Now, if you're West, you're desperately hoping for a double play here. So far this inning, we had a uh, dropped fly ball that resulted in a three-base error. Getting Elsted on, simply lined a double into the gap in left center field. First pitch today is fouled off. Libby Neview flew out to right, and then Sophie Avercamp walked Brie Gauthier with On the RBI board. single. She's at first. Phillips, the courtesy runner, is out at second. 0-1 today. Right-hander waits, Cruz comes home, and that one is just off the plate outside, 1-1. West infield, back at double play depth now up the middle. Playing just a couple steps inside the bag at the corners. Day slaps that one foul. Runs the count to one and two. Emma Lieb, who singled on a little slap, hit her first time up, waits on deck. Day doing a little housekeeping inside the batter's box, and now we're set. Cruz gets the sign, comes home, and that one is a little looper out towards short, and that will be the second out of the inning as Miller brings it in. Believe that the infield fly rule is in effect, so Dave was out already. And that brings up Leib. Two outs now. Runners at first and second. 3-1, Oshkosh North on top. Got two runs in the uh, in the inning already. We're going to get a pinch hitter here. As I mentioned, we have re entry here in high school softball. So the pinch hitter is going to be Erica Lenz, senior infielder. Check out Lenz's stats for the five, season.
1: 45, Erica Lenz. She
0: batted 118, did not have a home run, walked five times, and had four RBI. Played in 11 games, got 17 plate appearances so far this year. So Lenz, the pinch hitter in the bottom of the third for Lieb. And I can almost guarantee there'll be a re-entry. Lieb is one of the better defensive players for Oshkosh North patrolling center field. So Cruz comes set and now home. And Lenz will take a ball high. Credit here to uh, head coach Ken Dishler getting one of his seniors an at-bat in a sectional final. Two outs, runners on first and second. Hit here would be huge. Lens watches that one down the middle for strike one. One and one. Cruz working a little bit slower than early in the game. Now she's set, comes home, swing and a miss by Lenz. Ball pops away from Abel, and the runners will advance up to second and third. I'm going to put that down as a pass ball. So, West defense with a couple of errors today and a pass ball now. And North with runners at second and third, two outs. The count is one and two on Lenz as so she swung and missed at that pitch. Cruz comes home change up just a little bit low two and two Cruz and most of the West team wanted that one lens steps uh, steps back in Cruz comes set and that one just off the plate outside full count now to the pinch hitter Not a force position here, so the runners will not be taking off with the pitch from second and third. Wins the set, Cruz comes home, and delivers strike three right down the middle. So she's able to work out of it, giving up just two runs on two hits in the inning, and the Spartans will strand two as well. At the end of three, it's Oshkosh North three, West one, back in 60 seconds on the score. On to the top of the fourth with Oshkosh North ahead of Oshkosh West here in this sectional final matchup. Three to one. Spartans getting a couple of runs there in the bottom of the third to open up the lead. Leading off for Oshkosh West will be their second, third, and fourth hitters, Taylor Emery, Emily Miller, and Brianna Geis. Emery has scored the lone run for Oshkosh West here this lost. afternoon. She had a one-out double in the first inning and then scored on a wild pitch. Right-hander digging in against the left-hander, Sid Suple. Simply home, change up for strike one. Outfield playing pretty much straight away here. Infield deep up the middle, playing even with the bags at the corners. Simply home again, that one's high and away. One one. As expected, Emma Lieb did re-enter in uh, her batting position. So strictly a pinch hitting appearance for Lenz there in the bottom of the third. Supley comes set into a windup and the one-one pitch swung on and missed. High in the zone and Emery chased it. One and two now. The leadoff hitter here in the fourth. Let's see if West gets back to uh, battling here at the plate. Their last eight hitters have been retired in order. Supley into the windup, comes home, change up, low and away, two and two. So Emery digs back in, right-hander versus the left-handed Supley. He takes her sign, goes into the windup, comes home, and that one is fouled straight over my head, out of play. So Emery hangs in there, count remains two and two. Don't forget, coming up next Tuesday, we'll have boys sectional action for you here on the score. Triple header. Supley comes home, changeup, swung on and missed for strike three. That is the sixth strikeout now this afternoon for Supley. First out here in the fourth, and Emily Miller, the shortstop, will bat for her second time. Grounded out to shorts back in the first on, inning. Set.
1: Shortstop, number five, Emily Miller.
0: Supli comes set into the windup, and the pitch is swung on and missed. West is beginning to chase a little bit up in the zone here. And Supley continues to work in that area. Hard stuff high, changeups, low and away. Supley comes back home, and that one is popped up on the left-hand side and out of play. So it's quickly 0-2 on Miller. Nine set down in a row here by Supley after that uh, double by Emery there in the first. She comes set, 0-2 on the way home, and that one's low and away outside off speed. It's been fairly close, a few groans from the fans up above. Instead, so it's one and two on Miller. She digs in the right-hand batter's box. Supley comes home, and that one is lined to left field over the head of the left fielder, and gone! A home run! Just clearing the left field fence, and Emily Miller goes deep. And it's suddenly a 3-2 game as Oshkosh West is on the board again. Miller slides into home plate, and then is mobbed by her teammates. For Miller, that is her third home run on the season. So Oshkosh West continuing to hang around here as they play long ball off of Supley. And now we get a meeting out at the mound with the entire (laughs) north infield. That ball clearing the left field fence by about two feet. Brianna Geis will now bat for Oshkosh West. She struck out to end the first inning her first time up. Ball was definitely going to get over Bittner's head. It was a matter of whether or not he was going to clear the fence. So here comes Geis. Right-hander. First pitch high for ball one. This is one of the things when you face a team for a third time in the season, not really a whole lot of stuff you haven't seen from Sid Supley on the mound. That pitch is a strike right down the middle against Geis. Steps up, take a little walk, now back in. Supley works fast, is ready to go. She comes set and change up on the inner half for a strike. Guys kind of stepped out on that one. Drawing some complaints for the West fans. One and two now. Could have been a bit of a screwball there too. Inside and high. Make it two and two. My Go gosh, gosh, West fans and team back into the game here following Miller's home run. Nice weights, change up for strike three. And there are now two away in the inning. First West batter to be caught looking here this afternoon. Seventh strikeout for Supley. There's two away. Annika Johnson, Annika Johnson, a strikeout victim, her first time up in the second, comes to the plate for West. Like this, right in the batter's box, and we're ready to go. Here comes Supley. Swing and a miss on a fastball high out of the zone. 0-1 on Johnson. North on top, 3-2, top of the fourth inning. West with two hits so far this afternoon, both for extra bases. Fastball on the outer corner for strike two. Johnson quickly in the hole here. Two strikes. Supley out on the mound, comes set. And delivers, and that one is popped up right-hand side going out the second baseman. Dane, she makes the play for out number three. But Oshkosh West gets a run on the Emily Miller home run, and it's 3-2 north at the end of 3.5, back in 60 seconds on the score. A pitching change for Oshkosh West as we move to the bottom of the fourth inning. Annika Johnson will come on to throw now for the Wildcats. We'll get you uh, numbers here on Lacey Cruz in just a moment. Johnson on the year was the uh, main pitcher for West. Appeared in 21 games, 11 wins, 5 losses. Also had 2 saves on the year. She comes into a position where the Wildcats trail 3-2 as we head to the bottom of the 4th inning. For Cruz, she gave up 3 runs on 4 hits. Only 2 of those runs are earned. West had a couple of errors to uh, set up a run. Had four strikeouts and two walks. So our new pitcher Johnson will be greeted by the number eight hitter Noel Frank, the designated player. First pitch, swinging line drive caught by the first baseman, speared by Duff. I haven't had a chance to uh, call her name much today, as she's uh, being hit for as the flex player.
1: The right four, so Dave one three. away. Adams.
0: Well hit ball. Duff able to get up pull it down. that will bring up Mathena Higgins who struck out after a lengthy at bat her first time up in the second inning. First pitch from Johnson. Low it away for ball one. Johnson a right hander. Cruz who started for west. A lefty. So a different look now for the Spartans here in the fourth inning. Ground ball, that one is speared by Duff as well at first base, and she beats Higgins to the bag for out number two. Tatum Duff, the uh, sophomore first baseman, putting on a defensive showcase here in the fourth inning. That one diving to her right. Left-handed ball player there, so the glove was on that side, and then wins the foot race to the base, three unassisted. Back to the top of the order, Brooke Elstead, who is 0 for 2 today, struck out and reached on an error, scored a run in the third inning. First pitch, a little bit uh, outside for ball one. Elstead, the left-hander, back into the box. Johnson comes home, and that one's a strike on the outside corner, to even the count at one one. Elstad ready again. Johnson, long wait, now comes home, and that one is just outside for ball two. Two out, nobody on here, bottom of the fourth. Spartans on top of the Wildcats, 3-2. Elstad hits one a mile high on the infield. Shortstop Miller calls for it, makes the play, and that will do it for the Spartans in the fourth. Three up, three down, end of four. North three, west two, back in 60 seconds on the score. Top of the fifth inning in the underdog, Oshkosh West. Wildcats hanging around here with the number one in the state, Oshkosh North Spartans. Three to two in the sectional final matchup. Jonathan Krause with you tonight from UW-Oshkosh Softball Complex. Hopefully uh, post-game we'll get a winning coach and a player as well join us for some interviews, talk about their punching the ticket to Madison for the state championships, which, which will get underway Thursday morning down at Goodman Field in uh, Madison on the campus of UW.
1: <laughs>
0: UW-Madison girl uh, whip softball team making the NCAA tournament this year. Lost out to Oklahoma in a double elimination regional. Supley's first pitch is high as Lacey Cruz remained in the game after being replaced as pitcher. Takes ball one. Cruz was a strikeout victim in the second inning. Supli back home, high again for ball two. And the key for West here has been working the count, making Supley throw some pitches, see as many as he can. It paid off for Emily Miller, who went deep last inning. Supley now with the 2-0. That one's down the middle for strike one. Outfield playing a bit shallow all the way around. Infield deep up the middle, even with the bag at the corners. Cruz is set. Supley comes home. That one's fouled off the catcher, Averkamp. Two and two. Top of the fifth. Three-two north on top. If you look at it, it has been West defense that has allowed... North to get two of their three runs so far this afternoon. And now, time is called. I believe it was called by the catcher, Avery Camp. So, Crew steps back in. Soupley back on the hill. Gets her sign. And the pitch. Swung on and missed for strike three. So Cruz strikes out for the second time this afternoon. Eighth strikeout for Supli, and it'll bring up Tatum Duff, the first baseman. She grounded out to second her first time up in the second inning. First baseman
1: number sixteen. Left-hander will
0: step in. Duff of the two fine defensive plays in the bottom of the fourth inning. Lefty on lefty matchup here, and Duff takes the first one low. Well, we just close the book on Cruz as a pitcher. Three innings pitch, four hits, three runs, two earned, two walks, four strikeouts. On the hook for the loss right now. Simply comes home, and that one is a fastball strike on the outer half. One and one. Duff back in. Simply comes set and delivers. That one's high for ball two.
2: Go Sid! Go North!
0: Both teams in their dugouts on their feet. West sorting their Batter at the plate here, Duff, as she grounds one out towards short, taken there by Elstad, throw across, is in time for out number two. So Duff now 0 for 2 on the afternoon, and that'll bring up Dominique Bauer, the freshman third baseman. Bauer struck out her first time up. Third
1: baseman, number seven, Dominique Bauer.
0: See what the youngster can do, second time around here against Sid Supli. Supley's allowed just two hits so far. A double to Taylor Emery in that home run to Emily Miller last half inning. Delivers a strike down the uh, middle for the first pitch. Bauer back in. Wide open stance in the right-hand batter's box. And Supley delivers pop-up down the right-field line and trying to circle under it was Gauthier but unable to haul it in. Garthier actually overran the ball there. Dropped in behind her. One and two now, the count. See what Bauer does with this extra chance. Supley comes home, bounces that one in for ball two. Evens the count. Two outs, nobody on here for the Wildcats. Top of the fifth, they trail by one. Suple comes set, delivers, fouled straight back. Outfield still very shallow, corner infielders right at bay, right at the bay. See what Suple has for another 2-2 delivery. Fastball low and away. And now the count is full. So Bauer showing good eye here so far at this at-bat. On deck would be the number nine hitter, Abby Curtis. Zuply back on the rubber, takes the sign. Into the windup, comes home and Bauer, that one is popped straight up in the air and Averkamp is able to run under it for the third out. Three up, three down for Oshkosh West.
1: At the end of four and a half,
0: it's the Spartans three, Wildcats two, back in 60 seconds on the score. Annika Johnson back out for her second inning of work for Oshkosh West as we move to the bottom of the fifth inning. Oshkosh North ahead of the Wildcats, three to two. Again, the winner advances to the state softball championships down in Madison to begin on Thursday. And we will have action for you from Madison Pitcher, here 46, on the score. Sydney Soupley. will be the leadoff hitter, followed by Libby Nevue and Sophie Averkamp. First pitch to Soupley is low and away for ball one. Johnson comes set, Soupley ready. Pitch is on the outer half for strike one. One and one, Soupley so far this afternoon One for two, flew out the left in the first inning and then had an RBI double in the third. Johnson home, that one just off the outside corner, two and one. Supley is fairly aggressive at the plate, did not walk much this year. In fact, had, uh, well, she was intentionally walked five times, 21 for the year out of uh, 104 plate appearances. As for time, and now steps back in. Johnson comes home, and that one is lined towards the left center field gap again and bouncing up against the wall. Soupley rounds first and will cruise on into second with their second double of the afternoon. Yeah. Soupley <laughs> now two for three here in this sectional final game, and that'll bring up Libby Neveu, who is 0 for 1, reached on a walk and scored a run in the first inning and then flew out to right in the third. So leadoff double by Supley and Oshkosh North has a threat going again, up three to two, bottom of the fifth inning. Neveu, the right-hander digs in, Johnson delivers, and that's a high fly ball towards a left center field gap, moving back on the warning track and dropped again by the center fielder, Curtis. Supley was forced to hold up, wasn't sure if the ball was gonna be caught or not, so she advances to third on the second error of the game by the uh, center fielder, Curtis. Abigail Curtis having a tough time out there on uh, fly balls back over her head.
1: Catcher, number 40,
2: Sophie Averkamp.
0: That'll bring up Averkamp, who is... 0 for 1 on the day. Reached on a fielder's choice in the first and then was walked in the third. Swung on and missed for strike one. Bree Gauthier, who already has a couple of RBIs, waits on deck. Second and third, nobody out. Infield is in. Trying to cut down a run for the Wildcats. Fouled straight back and it's 0 and 2. Tough spot here for Annika Johnson. She'll step back as Camp takes a little time to get back in the batter's box. And we're all set for 0-2. That ball low and away for ball one. Oh, warning that coach, Tim Cole, needs to get back in the dugout. He was standing outside the post on the field to play. And now Averkamp flies one out towards right center field. Underneath it this time is Curtis. She makes a catch. Taking up and scoring is Supley. And moving on to third goes Nebu. So Oshkosh North stretches their lead now to 4-2 to on the sacrifice fly by Sophie Averkamp. So now one out, runner on third for the Spartans. And that'll bring up Brie who has a pair of singles today <laughs> and two <laughs> runs driven <laughs> in. Right-hander stands in. Johnson trying to limit the damage here to just one run in this fifth inning. Comes home, swing and a miss. Ball pops away from the catcher, but not far enough for Nevview to advance. West got one of its runs here this afternoon on a wild pitch. Infield stays in here for West, trying to cut down the run. Got there, swinging a miss for a strike two. Johnson desperately would like a strikeout or a ball hit right at one of her infielders here. Cruz way in inside first base. Swing and a miss by Gauthier, and she goes down on strikes. First strikeout for Johnson this afternoon. Like second out of the fifth Courtney inning, and that'll bring Day. up Courtney Day, who is 0 for 2 so far this afternoon. Struck out in the second. Popped out to the shortstop in the third. Right-hander requests a little time before getting in the box, and now we're set. Johnson comes Set. Pitch is low and away for ball one. Libby Nevue is the runner on third. She reached on an error by the center fielder. Day back in, swinging and a miss. Evens the count at one. Johnson manages to get this out. You gotta feel pretty good if you're a West fan or a player after the way things uh, look there after the first two batters in this inning Johnson comes home and that one just a little bit low two and one Emma Lieb on deck was pinch hit for her last time up and then re-entered after the third inning Johnson comes home that one was fouled straight back (laughs) that one bounced almost all the way back out to uh, the pitcher's mound Evens count it, two. Huge pitch here. West infield has moved back to normal depth. Relatively shallow in the outfield as well. And Day lines one right back up the middle base hit. Went between the legs of the pitcher, Johnson, and another run is in for Oshkosh North. So a clutch single by Courtney Day. Her first hit on the afternoon and first RBI. And now Oshkosh West is on top. Five to two. That's what you are looking for. Two outs, two strikes, and Courtney Day, the senior, delivers. So I'll bring up Emma Lieb, who is one for one so far this afternoon. She had a single back in the second inning. Slap hitter runs up in the box and takes a strike. Not many slappers in the uh, north lineup. They've got some good power at the top, so those girls tend to stay back and try to launch. Leib running up in the box. Slaps one foul just above me for strike two. So once again, Annika Johnson, one strike away from getting out of this inning. Two runs in so far. Runner on first is Day. Lieb, high hands in the left field batter's box or left hand batter's box. Foul's one off. That just barely misses. The Fast Signs Mobile Studio WSCO vehicle. Count stays 0 2. Johnson comes set, delivers, and that one's low. One and two. Be back in the batter's box. Johnson is set. Comes home, and that one is a strike on the outside corner, and Lieb is retired. But Oshkosh North scores two runs on two hits. They leave one. There was one error as well. The at the end of five, it's Oshkosh North five, Oshkosh West two, back in 60 seconds on the score. Heard from uh, the polar bear, Brian Butch. He'll be in tomorrow morning starting at 6 o'clock. A little uh, different version of B.J. and the Bear. B.J. DeGroote is off. Kane Pittman will be the special guest host with Brian so Butch it's from 6-8 tomorrow here on Abby The Score. Curtis. We move to the top of the sixth inning. Oshkosh West trailing 5-2. will send their 9-1-2 and two hitters to the plate. Abby Curtis, Leah Engstrom, and Taylor Emery. Simply delivers the first pitch to Curtis. Swung on and missed for strike one. Continues to work Curtis high in the zone. Curtis was a strikeout victim in the third inning, her first time up. Freshman steps back into the box. Left-hander facing the left-handed Suple. Sid comes set and delivers. And a bunt in the air, almost caught on the fly in foul territory by Neveu, who was charging in but couldn't quite hang on. And it's strike two. We've seen some good defense in this game. We've seen some shaky defense. A little bit more from Oshkosh West here as they've committed three errors leading to a couple of unearned runs. So now it's 0-2 on Curtis. Supley back and ready. Comes home outside on the off-speed pitch. Ball one. Again, seven innings in high school softball, so the Wildcats are down their final six outs. And now, second time that Curtis has called time at the plate as Supli was getting ready to go into her windup. Sid, the senior, takes a little walk behind the circle and now comes back in onto the rubber. Gets her sign from Averkamp behind the plate and brings the one two. Strike three, a curveball on the inside corner, and Curtis strikes out for the second time this afternoon. Ninth strikeout for Supley and that'll bring up Leah Engstrom, who is 0 for two so far today in the leadoff spot. Fouled out to left field in the first, and lined out to the shortstop at third in the third. Engstrom in the right-hand batter's box. Soupley comes home, and that pitch is high for ball one. West looking for base runners here, trailing by three, top of the sixth inning. Engstrom waits, Supley comes home, and that pitch is down the middle for strike one. Evens the count. Just past the six o'clock hour here at UW Oshkosh. This game originally was scheduled to be played in Hartford, but as soon as you had the two teams from Oshkosh, they've changed the venue, followed straight back, and it's now a one and two on Engstrom. I'd imagine if Slinger had been the other team in this game, instead of Oshkosh West, we would be down in Hartford right now. Supley comes set. The one, two, off speed and just a bit outside. Had Engstrom fooled there, but home plate umpire said it was just outside of the zone. Two and two. One away, nobody on here for the Wildcats in the top of the sixth. Supley comes set, and that one is fouled straight back into the netting. Sid Supley working on a two-hitter, but both of the runners that reached scored. One, obviously, a home run. Supley to the plate, off speed, and that ball is called strike three. Her tenth strikeout of the afternoon, two away here in the sixth, and that'll bring up Taylor Emery. Emery doubled in the first and scored on a wild pitch, and then struck out in the fourth. Two away here, top of the sixth on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Soupley comes set and delivers. That ball just a little bit low for ball one. Wind picking up a little bit, again, blowing across from right to left. So, any ball put in the air down the left field line is going to get a little extra push. Soupley, the 1 0 is swung on and missed. Ball breaking away from Emery and low and away. She chased. Evens a count at one. Suply into her windup. Delivers. Another off-speed pitch. Line fouled on the left field line. Emery just out in front of that one. Makes it one and two the number two hitter in the West lineup. Emily Miller, the shortstop, who went deep her last time up, waits on deck. would love to have an opportunity to get another swing with a runner on. Supley comes set, delivers, fouled straight back. Emery staying alive here, one and two. Wind getting much fresher now. Strongest it's been blowing since the game started. Supley comes set, delivers off speed, just off the outside corner, two and two. I think Camp and Soupley both thought that was going to be called strike three. They're headed to the deck out. Instead, Emery lives to see one more pitch. Here it comes, and she hits a high fly ball deep to left field. It's got a chance, and it is gone! Home run for Taylor Emery, second of the day for the Wildcats, and it's now 5-3 as West gets into the north lead. I told you that wind has picked up, but Emery got all of that one, and it was out of here by plenty. So she is now two for three on the day with a double and a home run. Also got her first RBI of the afternoon. And that'll bring up Emily Miller, one for two. Grounded out to Short and Homer then in the fourth.
1: Shortstop, number five, Emily Miller.
0: Simply into the windup, delivers. That one's hit, foul, straight over the backstop. So every time that West has been challenged here, they've been able to answer. Drew first blood in this game, fell behind, got the home run by Miller earlier. Closed within one again. Now after North puts a couple on the board in the bottom of the fifth, West responds with one run and uh, Miller follows that one straight back to make it 0-2. Simply one pitch away from getting out of the inning again. No, the right-hander waits, Supley comes home, Change up, just a little bit low. Little drop on that one. Breaking just out of the zone. One and two, she comes set, home again. Had no out front for strike three. Went with the more off-speed stuff. That is the 11th strikeout for Sid Supley. But Oshkosh West gets one run on one hit. They leave nobody. At the end of 5.5, it's Oshkosh North 5, West 3. Back in 60 seconds on the score. Top of the 6th is on. And excuse me, the bottom of the 6th is on. It's Oshkosh North on top of Oshkosh West. 5-3 now here at UW-Oshkosh. Jonathan De Krause with you on the score. And up first for Oshkosh North will be Noel Frank, Mathena Higgins in the top of the order, Brooke Elstad. First pitch fouled away by Frank. 0-2 so far this afternoon. Grounded out to second and lined out to first. Frank is the designated player this afternoon for the Spartans. Right-hander facing the right-hander Johnson, who came on in relief in the fourth inning. Straight up in the air on the infield call by the pitcher, and Johnson makes the play for the first out. Almost in no man's land there. Tough play for the catcher to come running out. First baseman. Probably wouldn't have got it either, but Frank was able, or I should say Johnson was able to get underneath the pop fly. And there's one away here in the sixth. Athena Higgins, who struck out in the second and then grounded out to first in the fourth. Fouls one off in my direction. That was the theme of her first at-bat an 11-pitch marathon. I featured a number of foul balls into the parking lot behind me. Johnson waits as the left-handed Higgins steps back in. And that one, she pulls over to the second baseman. Easy play as it is Engstrom flipping over to Duff. I uh, check that. Over to Cruz, who's at first base now. And there's two away.
1: Two, so Higgins goes, goes 0 for down.
0: 3. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Brooke Elstead, the leadoff hitter, who's 0 for 3 today, struck out in the first, reached on an air and scored a run in the third, and then popped out to the shortstop in the fourth. Swing and a miss at the first offering. Spartans nursing a 5 3 lead here, bottom of the sixth. And Elstead fouls one at the plate, and it's quickly 0 2. Elstad hit 6-11 during the season coming into this one. Major slump for her to go for, 0 for 3. Johnson comes set with the 0-2, and that pitch is lined towards the left center field gap and off the wall. Played out there by the left fielder who gets it in, but not before Elstad gets into second base with a double. So her first hit on the game, North with one more threat here in the sixth inning, up by 2. Again, the wind has picked up here since about the fifth inning, and it is almost blowing straight out now to left field. So anything hit out in that direction is carrying very well. So now we're going to get a timeout called by Tim Cole, head coach for Oshkosh West. Sportsmanship doesn't stop when the game ends. It's part of the community you live in. Respect, character, dignity, and leading by example. Your community, your team. The WIAA Rural Mutual Insurance Sportsmanship Awards, since it started in 1965. From football to volleyball to hockey to basketball, the award recognizes more than team sportsmanship. It recognizes that sportsmanship matters in your community as well. Visit RuralMutual.com slash WIAA and see how their team and your community can work together to be true champions. Conference at the Mound is done. Soupley steps into the box and let's see if they're going to choose to pitch to her or if they might put her on and instead face the on deck hitter Libby Neveu. Neveu 0 for 2 today. Supley meanwhile is 2 for 3. She has a pair of doubles and has scored 2 runs. First pitch outside. Ball 1.
1: number
0: 26, Elstad the runner on 2nd. She just doubled we at the plate. The tall left-hander waits. Pitch bounces in and gets by the catcher and Elstad will move up to third. Wild pitch by Johnson, her first of the game. Now she'll be able to score on another wild pitch or any ball that's put into play here that they don't retire Supli. Swing and a miss, one and one. Some you don't see very often. Supley on the year, according to the stats that I got, struck out three times the entire season. She's ready in the left-hand batter's box. Johnson comes home. Drop ball goes low. Two and one. Just get the feeling here that Supley would like to have one more run to work with as we head to the seventh inning. Still 5-3, Spartans on top. Swing and a miss, strike two. A couple of practice swings here by the All-State pitcher. Now she steps back in. Johnson on the mound, takes her sign, delivers. That one bounces in, and this time blocked behind the plate by Abel. And that'll be ball four. As Supley walks her third time on today. Libby Nevue bats now. She is 0 for 2, reached on a walk in the first and scored a run. Flew out to right and then reached on a three-base error in the fifth inning. Pitch, and Nevue takes it outside for ball one. Oh, check that. That was called a strike. So 0-1 the count. Nevius steps back in. Johnson delivers. That one's a little bit high. Evens the count. Come on Runners on first and third. Elstad, 60 feet away. This one is popped up high on the infield. First baseman calls, Cruz makes the catch, and that'll end the inning. No runs, one hit, and a two left. At the end of six, Oshkosh North five, Oshkosh West three. Back in 60 seconds on the score. Back here at UW-Oshkosh, Jonathan Krause with you on the score as we head to the top of the seventh inning. Last wraps for Oshkosh West as A-Trail Oshkosh North five to three. And it looks like we're going to start off with a pinch hitter in uh, the number four spot, and that'll be Brianna Davis, a sophomore. She is batting for Brianna Geis, who uh, so far today was 0 for 2 with a couple of strikeouts. So Davis pinch hitting here to lead off the seventh inning to be followed by Annika Johnson and Lacey Cruz. West will need two here to keep the game going.
1: Number 10, Brianna Davis.
0: So, Davis on the season was uh, did not collect a hit. It was 0 for 4 in a pinch hitting roll. Swings and misses for strike one. Tough spot here leading off the seventh inning. Your team needing some runners, and you're facing Sid Supley, two-time Gatorade State Player of the Year and likely to win the award for the third time this year. Suple into the windup, comes home, fouled straight back. Quickly 0-2 on the pinch hitter Davis. Right-hander against the left-hander Supley. Set, delivery. Drop ball, low and away, one and two. only of noise coming now from the west side, hoping to distract Supley out on the mound. One-two pitch, line drive towards the right center field gap and over the right fielder's head. All the way to the wall, Davis rounding second and will hold there with a leadoff double. So there you go, the pinch hitter gets things started for Oshkosh West, leadoff double. Davis comes off the bench swinging. And are we going to get another pinch hitter we are we going to get a pinch runner here? I think we're going to get a pinch runner instead. Because, oh, now what we're going to get is Brianna Geis re-entering as the runner. So Davis does her job, gets a leadoff double, comes out, Geis returns, and will now run out at second base. Leadoff
2: double.
0: Again, West needs two to tie. And that will bring up Annika Johnson, who went from designated player to pitcher and is 0 for 2 on the afternoon. Struck out in the second, and popped out to the second baseman in the fourth. West looking for a late rally. Supley comes home, pitches high, ball one. Tension building here, top of the seventh. Supley with the 1-0. That one is a fly ball on the infield, caught by the shortstop, Elstad, and there's one away. Johnson now 0 for (laughs) 3, one away, and that'll bring up, who is now the first baseman, Lacey Cruz. Cruz is 0 for 2, pair of strikeouts. One away, runner on second, tying run at the plate. Oshkosh West has gone deep twice already today off of Soupley. Cruz set, swings, grounds one towards Elstead is short. Backhand stop, fakes the throw, then goes to second, and they have the runner picked off. The out is recorded, then the runner at first. Cruz line around, and she's tagged out, and the game is over. Base running errors by Oshkosh West, and that ends the game. Geis took off on the ball that was hit into the hole in front of her. Elstad faked the throw across, then threw behind Geis for the tag out there. And then Cruz had rounded first base way wide, tried to get back to the bag, and was thrown out. So Oshkosh North flashes leather and pulls off the victory here in the top of the seventh inning, 5-3. to three teams will come out and shake hands, and then we'll have a trophy presentation. We hope to get uh, Coach and uh, hopefully uh, Sid Supley as well here for some post-game comments. In the meantime, let's take a two-minute break. You are listening to High School Sports on the Score. Welcome back to UW-Oshkosh Softball Complex, where the Oshkosh North Spartans have punched their ticket to the state championships with a five-to-three win over their crosstown rival, the Oshkosh West Wildcats, a crazy finish to that seventh inning there, as a couple of takeouts and some base-running uh, gaffs comm- committed by Oshkosh West looking at uh, some of the uh, final, I'm still accumulating some of the final stats, but I know that uh, Matt back in the Fast Science studio was able to put together a couple of uh, highlights from today's game, and why don't we get a quick recap on how we got to our 5-3 final. So Matt, let him roll. Simply comes home, bounces that one in, gets away from Avercamp, and the run will score. Into the windup, and a wide drive up the middle, base hit. They are going to send the runner. Here comes Northview, and she is safe. Throw down to third is in time. Run does count though. It's a fastball and that one's lined out to right field over the head of the left fielder Geese. That means one run will score as Elstad comes in and Oshkosh North is back on top two to one. She digs in the right hand batter's box. Suple comes home and that one is lined to left field over the head of the left fielder and gone! A home run! just clearing the left field fence and Emily Miller goes deep. Joey D. sneaking in some highlights there. He'll probably be doing the uh, games down in Madison next week if his schedule permits. So again, our final score here, Oshkosh North 5 and Oshkosh West 3. The team posing for their photo with the sectional championship plaque out on the field right now. And it looks like uh, some of the Other local media is on hand, and we'll be talking with them. But we do hope to get Coach Dishler and Sid Supley in here for some interviews. Uh, uh, Matt, why don't we take a uh, two-minute break. I'll finish up the stats. We'll come back, throw some stats at you here, and hopefully some post-game interviews as well. You're listening to High School Sports on the score. Jonathan Krause back at UW-Oshkosh, where the Oshkosh North Spartans girls softball team still on the field celebrating their sectional championship with a 5-3 win over the Oshkosh West Wildcats today. To recap today's uh, stats, for Oshkosh West, uh, they, uh, let's see here, collected four hits on the afternoon, scoring three runs. Leah Ingstrom went 0 for 3 today. Taylor Emery, nice game, two for three with a home run and a double and an RBI, two runs scored. Emily Miller was one for three with one run scored, one RBI and a home run. Brianna Geis was 0 for 2 today. Brianna Davis in a pinch inning roll went 1 for 1. Annika Johnson was 0 for 3. Lacey Cruz 0 for 3. Tatum, uh, Duff, Tatum Duff was 0 for 2. Dominique Bauer 0 for 2 today. And Abby Curtis was 0 for 2. Pitching for Oshkosh West, Lacey Cruz, three innings pitched, four hits, three runs, two earned, two walks, and four strikeouts. Annika Johnson came on in relief, pitched three innings, gave up one hit, two runs, one earned, one walk, and two strikeouts. With the loss, Oshkosh West finishes the season at 19-10. and 10. Meanwhile, for Oshkosh North, you guys want to join me? Okay. All right, we're going to get some special guests joining us here as Bree Gauthier has volunteered to do a little post-game interview with us. i got to get her plugged in here, though wasn't sure. Were you sent over here by coach, or are you doing this on your own? Oh, okay. So you're the two who are gonna be the uh, lucky ones who join me here. So, brief. you just wanna put that on. Oop, turn that down a little bit. So, all right, can you hear me okay? Yeah. All right, so, how's it feel to be going back to Madison?
2: It feels amazing. It's the greatest feeling ever. <laughs>
0: Uh, tough game. Was it pretty much what you expected today? Having played West, a couple of close games already this year.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's always that. Um, and in any sport with West, there's always kind of that uh, uncertainty. But going in today, I felt really confident with my whole team. We are one percent super well, and going into the game, we felt super confident. And I just I felt really good about how today was going to end.
0: Two for three today. What kind of approach were you taking at the plate?
2: Um, I kind of knew from the last time that we faced Lacey that she was working the outside, and so I knew kind of to look for that, and that's exactly what I got, and so I was really happy about that. (laughs)
0: Interesting way to end the game, don't you think? Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) So you're the one that recorded the final out there with the tag. Uh, This was, as you mentioned, the goal of the team, get back to Madison. I know that the real goal is to win the state championship, Mm -hmm. but do you feel almost a sense of relief, especially after the disappointment of last year?
2: Yes, I mean... Making it to Madison, it's it's the greatest feeling ever. And just being able to celebrate with my team and it being the senior year, it's just it's a cherry on top of a perfect year.
0: All right, congratulations again. We're going to have you pass the mic here. Right, so, again, Brie Gauthier joining us. Now, Courtney Day will also be stepping in. And uh, Courtney with a uh, clutch RBI single there in the fifth inning to put the fifth run on the board for Oshkosh North. And uh, same thing that I asked of uh, Bree. Just how does it feel to knock off another goal here and head back to Madison?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. I mean, it's always been um, it's a, one of our goals for this season. And just to complete it and punch our ticket to Goodman, is, it's an amazing feeling. It's good to go back.
0: you got to like the way that the bottom half of the order picked up the top half today with a couple of clutch hits.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can hit up and down the lineup, and we are so confident in every single one of our players, and that showed tonight.
0: All right. So, what attitude are you going to bring down to Madison here?
2: Um, you know, just some confidence. You can't be overly confident. Um, I don't know. We're just really excited to get back at it. I mean, it's a really awesome atmosphere to be in, and so I think we're just excited hopefully, to get that championship.
0: All right, Courtney Day, I appreciate the time. Thank you. And best of luck down in Madison. Thank you very much. All right, so my thanks to uh, the two North players for coming over and joining us. I didn't get a chance to run through the individual stats here for the kids from Oshkosh North, and uh, that's going to have to wait because, hey, Coach Ken Dishler is joining us now here at the broadcast table. And, uh, Coach, we talked in the pregame. I told you it's probably going to be a tough one. Certainly didn't disappoint.
1: Yeah, it's everything we expected it to be, so uh, both teams know each other well, and Oshkosh, North, Oshkosh West has played us tough two times in a row now, so we had to work for everything that we got.
0: One thing you had to like, no errors. Their defense kind of opened the door for you a couple times there in a few of the innings. Your defense rock solid.
1: Yep, it's been that way all year long. They're experienced players, you know, all praise and glory to God for the talent that they have and and for getting us to this point and hopefully taking us home, but they're very talented, they're blessed. Uh, they know how to play the game. That was a great play by Brooke Elstad. Uh, to end the game, yeah. yeah. Go, going in the hole. We talked about that a little earlier. I don't know if it stuck or she just did an instinctive play. But it uh, <laughs> was great. great read. She makes that throw over there. You know, probably don't get to. They got first and third. Uh, she makes it. And then Courtney cutting it loose because early in the season, we were tentative on some of those throws. Yep. And we talked about it. And said, when, you, when you got a chance to get it out, you got to get it out. And uh, both of them made great plays.
0: Uh, so, what kind of attitude do you want to see the girls have as they head back down to Madison?
1: Uh, I don't know. We're gonna have a little fun with it first. Enjoy it. <laughs> uh, check this one off our list in the dugout, and then uh, then re- just regroup and settle in. Um, we're a pretty focused group, so you know this isn't this is not where our ultimate goal. So we'll see. It's a tough one. We know the challenges. There'll be a lot of good teams down there, but. Again, all we have to do is, is next Thursday go 1-0 and, and, and take things from there.
0: Pretty fair to say that you expect to be the number one seed when they reseed here for state?
1: I would be very surprised if we <laughs> are with the, with the body, body of work.
0: All right, so that means an early morning on Thursday, probably a
1: 10 o'clock start. 10 o'clock on Thursday, I yep. believe, is number one seed. All
0: right, Coach, I appreciate the time. Best thank of luck down in Madison. Thank you. And again, Ken Dishler joining us here on the postgame show as his Spartans are 5-3 winners of Roshkosh West. As promised, the stats here for the team, for the Spartans. Brooke Elstad today was one for four with a run scored. Uh, Sid Soupley at the plate two for three, two runs scored, and an RBI. Libby Nevue was uh, 0 for three today, but did score two runs. Sophie Avercamp was uh, 0 for two with one RBI and a sacrifice fly. Bri there, as you heard from here in the post-game show, was uh, two for three today, had an RBI, a uh, two RBI day. Courtney Day was one for three, had that clutch RBI single in the fifth inning. Emma Lieb went uh, one for two. Erica Lenz as a pinch hitter was 0 for one today. Noelle Frank, 0 for three. Mathena Higgins, who had a couple of uh, long entertaining at bats, was 0 for three today. On the mound, Sid Simply went all seven innings to pick up the win. She allowed four hits, three runs, all earned, two walks, 11 strikeouts, surrendered two home runs, and had one wild pitch. As I mentioned with uh, Coach Dishler there, if Oshkosh North is the number one seed, they will play at approximately 10 o'clock at uh, the Goodman Softball Complex down on the UW-Madison campus coming up next Thursday, and we will have that for you here on The Score. My thanks to Matt Hendrickson back in the Fast Signs studio for production work today, and uh, thanks to everyone here, uh, both, both Oshkosh North and Oshkosh West, for being fantastic hosts for today's excellent softball sectional championship game until thursday we uh, bid you farewell here and congratulations again to the oshkosh north spartans heading on to state final score north five west three you've been listening to championship softball on the score it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win